Hey everybody, Zach Ullman coming live from Cusco, Peru, getting ready to hop on a plane tomorrow, fly to Medellin for a 10-day motorcycle ride. Now this is something I've wanted to do forever and I'm finally to a point in my life where I'm able to do that. And so what I wanna share with you today is my journey, how I went from working in the field in, in Northwest Indiana to traveling the world, owning companies all over the world and having other people support me in that. So if you wanna live life on your terms, travel the world, make some money, in real estate business, whatever it is, keep listening because I'm gonna show you that process that I took. So keep listening, gang. All right, so first off, we have to start at the beginning. Uh, I am 35, I'll be 36 in September, and when I had this vision, I was 18 years old. Uh, I was 18 years old, living in Couch, Indiana, Northwest Indiana, and you know, my vision was travel the world, help a lot of people, and make a lot of money, and I had zero clue on how to do that. Now, everyone around me said, go to college, go to college, go to college, and I didn't know if that was a route because I hated high school. I barely graduated high school. In fact, uh, I think they just pushed me through because they didn't want to deal with me because I was a troublemaker. I wanted to go out and, and work, you know, go and play on the playground. And every time I had to sit in that seat, it was like uh, it was like prison for me. I wasn't a, a model student. I'll put it that way. Always in the detention, always in in the uh, office for getting pink slips and stuff like that. But then I graduated high school and I had a really uh, eye-opening experience. I'm like, what am I going to do with the rest of my life? Because up until then, the plan was, well, just live on the farm. I'm going to figure it out. You know, I really didn't have to do anything. I, I've had a job since I was 12. So I, I, I knew how to make money. But those ways I knew how to make money wasn't providing for the lifestyle that I wanted, which was travel, right? And doing it in a nice way, uh, you know, not doing it, you know, on the cheap. I wanted to do it with luxury. I wanted to be able to do go wherever I wanted, whenever I wanted, however I wanted. And, uh, you know, fast forward today, I'm, I'm able to do that. So I want to share this process. So what I got interested in was uh, who makes the type of money and who has the type of money uh, and lifestyle that I want. And... When I started looking into that, the, the the people that I saw that had that lifestyle were business owners and real estate investors. And so I loved it, started reading books, started, started consuming books, and then, you know, started asking around and asking people, well, how do I do this? And of course, everyone said, go to college. So I went to college and I took college very serious. I actually went to university, uh, Indiana University, uh, which is a, a fantastic school for business and finance. And I got a double major in business and finance. Now, to start off college, I didn't know how to study. I didn't have those type of habits. But what I've learned over those five years that it took me to graduate was that uh, you know education is key for everything. So I'm an education junkie now. I love learning. Uh, now, I, I do it in my way. I love learning business and, and finance and entrepreneurial stuff. And I don't use typical you know college courses to do that. I'm buying programs and books and stuff like that to help aid me in that because I'd rather learn from somebody that's been down the road uh, that's looking backwards than in a classroom setting like college, right? And from a textbook, like let's go out there and actually create this. So that's that's what I've been doing. But during college, you know, I started off slow. I, I really didn't know what to do. My, my goal was to work for a hedge fund, uh, uh, you know, private equity 
one of those big financial institutions because I heard that's where all the money and opportunity was. And so I took it very serious, got A's in all my classes, uh, graduated at the top of my class from Indiana University with a degree in finance and business administration, was able to do this. Uh, you know, all, all of that work. And I just studied, man. I just studied for five years. And I came out of that thinking, okay, this is going to be easy. I graduated at the top of my class from a great school. And then 2008 hit, right? And if anybody remembers 2008, holy cow, was that uh, was that a, a fascinating time? We'll put it that way, right? It's all on how you create it. That was a fascinating time in our history, uh, in the financial markets, in, in the business markets, in, in that whole world. And they were, you know, I remember Lehman Brothers, Morgan Stanley, all these big investment financial institutions were going under. And that meant all of their uh, employees were no longer with a job, which meant they were now my competition. And I was like, holy smokes, I have, uh, you know, I, I did really great in college, but I have zero practical experience. And uh, now I'm competing against these people. This isn't an industry that is looking for job or, you know, looking for new talent at the moment, especially of my caliber. And so what I did is I just kept focus. And, you know, I kept taking side jobs after I graduated. And I, I got a job working as a commodities broker down at the Chicago Board of Trade. Loved the concept. Hated it in practicality because the firm I was working for, uh, you know, I, I really didn't like their ethics. And I spent an entire year there and didn't make one sale. I remember that. And I was, I, and, uh, you know, everyone we were cold calling, they were having financial challenges because they were the product of all of these financial collapses, the financial market collapse, the, you know, the whole world of it. And so when I called them, they were like, I'd love to invest. I just lost my whole life savings zone. Right. So that was, that was a unique experience. But what I gained in that was the ability to be able to talk to people that I didn't know about money. Right. Because I was a very shy individual and it takes something every time I get in front of the camera. It takes something every time I get in front of the room. Uh, you know, I, I but I go for it. And I just once I'm going, there's no stopping me. But it's like getting going. It, it, it takes something. So I worked at uh, the Chicago Board of Trade for a little bit. And then I had a job uh, working for a real estate developer in Chicago land as well. Now, this was a unique experience because it was quote unquote internship, zero pay for like a year and a half, living off peanut butter and jellies, borrowing money from my mom to get gas to drive from Northwest Indiana to the north side of Chicago five days a week. And then I had this idea, you know, I'm like, I need, I need more schooling. I need to go back to school. So I went back to Purdue University to, uh, the goal was, you know, to get my PhD. And uh, so I started taking a lot of math classes. So I would work all day, drive home, take my math classes, and then book it back uh, to my little farming community of Counts, Indiana. And then Friday night, I was just spent. I was literally waking up at five in the morning, getting home at, you know, midnight. And, uh, you know, but, but I did what I had to do. I just kept moving the bus forward. And then, uh, you know, I decided, you know what, this PhD route isn't, isn't for me. And, uh, you know, so I started looking around and then I just sent out resume after resume after resume, 3,500 resumes over about two years. Okay. Over a two year span, it was about 3,500 resumes. And, um, I finally got a call one day. I remember I was sitting down at the Chicago board of trade, uh, just hanging out. And this lady calls me, she goes, Zach, I'd like to have an interview for you. And I said, what's the job? And I really didn't care, but I just wanted to know. She goes, well, we run a business valuation boutique firm and never heard of it, didn't know what it was. I understood business valuation. So I went into the interview and I'm telling you, I 
Uh, I was so nervous. And I laid it out and I said, I don't care what you pay me. I need experience. I will do whatever it takes. They hired me on for $35,000 a year. And I remember driving my old 1993 Saturn. I felt it was a victory, right? Because we have victories in this path as we go, uh, in, in this journey as we go. And that was a huge victory to actually get a salary job with life or with health insurance and, and the whole aspect of having you know a place to go every day that I got paid. I've never had a professional job like that. Everything else was either intern or commission or working on the farm with manual labor. And so that was a win for me and I took it so serious. In fact, I took it, I was working like 60 to 100 hours a week. I was crushing everything they put in front of me in a great way. I was uh, learning financial modeling. I was reading books. I was understanding court cases. I was understanding every aspect of this business because I wanted to become an expert and I wanted to make six figures. And so what I my, my life consisted of getting being the first one there and being the last one to leave because I was reading. I was doing everything I could. I had no life outside of it. I didn't have a girlfriend. I didn't have uh, anything because I didn't have friends in that area. It was in Schaumburg, Illinois. And so my life consisted of just hanging out at work, reading, studying, practicing my financial modeling until I became super great at it. And, uh, you know, I, I went in and I asked for a raise and uh, they thought I wasn't worth what I thought I was. And so I went out there into the market and I, uh, you know, I went for it and I got a headhunter and I landed a job with one of the best firms in the world. I mean, like the founding fathers, uh, they're called Will, uh, Willamette Management. And these guys, uh, you know, they took me in and uh, with bonus and everything and uh, the whole kit and caboodle, I was making over six figures and it was like, oh my gosh. I just arrived. I've never had life insurance. I've never had dental. That that level of of, of uh, you know the 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 support inside of the the package, the, the benefits package, and you know the the weekly checks, and it was fantastic. Until it wasn't. And until about two, three, four months in, I was like, man, this is uh, this is still exciting. I got my, I just got my first article published. I was working on their hardest cases. I anything they needed, I said, I just raised my hand and I said, I'll do it. Right, whatever you need. I don't, I don't have any other focus right now than than my career. And I took them on. It was absolutely fascinating. I learned so much. But then there was a point when I was in my office, still working sixty, a hundred hours a week, and I said, this, this is going to be the rest of my life. And it was just like a sickening feeling. I just achieved the pinnacle of what I wanted to uh, achieve working, uh, being a, an analyst valuation uh, person for one of the best companies in the world. And now I'm here and, um, you know, it, it doesn't sound, it, it does, the, the experience isn't like what it sounded in my head. And so I started having these doubts. I'm like, what am I going to do? I don't want to spend the rest of my life in this office. And so I started looking around and uh, I didn't know what to do. All I knew is how to work for somebody else. So I was sharing this with a roommate of mine because I was still, you know, trying to save everything I could uh, to start a side business. And I didn't know a whole lot about that, but I, but I was bound and determined to do it. And then he invited me down to a, a real estate investing community. And he goes, Zach, you got to meet these people. And so I went down there. And the first thing I saw in the introduction was a 22-year-old young man making $10,000 a month in residual income traveling the world. And I'm like, that's what I want to do. However, I don't know how to get there. 
right? I don't know how to get there. And so I listened and I, I, I got committed and I joined the group. It cost about uh, $15,000 at the time. I did not have $15,000, but I was committed to getting it. And because the reason I was so committed is because I knew the path I was on wasn't going to lead me down the uh, down to the, the end zone that I wanted, right? So I had to change course to be on a path that had the capacity to uh, to deliver on what I wanted. Now that doesn't mean it was guaranteed, but I knew if I, I knew with my work ethic that it was like I wasn't going to stop until I achieved it. So what I did is I, I you know I, I put a couple thousand dollars on my credit card. I went and begged and pleaded my mom for ten grand, which was a big deal because you know that was like a third of her life savings. And then I sold a bunch of stuff. And so I'm here to tell you, uh, education is key. We have an education program in our office where we help people and we support people inside of this, and it is worth it. Right, it is worth it because I wouldn't have been able to have what I have today if I didn't have that. And guess what? I didn't have the money when I first started, but I found it. So I got started, and then I quit my big corporate job, and I took a forty-hour-a-week job back in Indiana so I could save some more money, and so I had more time. Now I was still doing consulting, but it was forty hours flat. After that, shut my phone off, go home, and then focus on this. So I was literally driving. 200 miles round trip every Thursday and every other Saturday to be in these meetings, to learn, to be, uh, you know, they say you're a product of the five people you hang around. And I wanted to be like these individuals. So I just kept showing up, showing up, showing up. Now, here's the thing, gang. I did that for three years, right? Most people would have quit three months in. I did it for three years because, again, I knew what the other track the other path that I was on led to because I reached the top of it at, at, for what I was doing. And, uh, you know, I got told things like, hey, you don't have enough gray hair to become a partner. Yeah, to become a partner. And it just wasn't fitting the life that I wanted. So I, I knew what the other option was. So I was bound and determined, steadfast, and I just kept doing it. And then I got involved with personal development heavily involved with personal development. I took the landmark forum and I continued in that in that aspect. And I remember I took the landmark forum in October of 2000, uh, yeah, it was, I think 2018. I quit my job later that year. Three months later, I quit my job, moved to Arizona. So I'm telling you, if you want to succeed in this, you need personal development. Now, it doesn't have to be the landmark forum, but I, I, everyone in our office, uh, all of my leaders, they go through it because it is awesome. Uh, but find something that works for you, right? So I went through the landmark forum, uh, I quit my job, uh, went and bought a business out in Arizona with a friend of mine, saved up some money, and we did it. And I was living this, I remember driving, I drove to Arizona, never been to Arizona, but a, a friend of mine that gave me one of my first jobs in Chicago was out there and said, hey, let's buy a business together. And that was my expertise, business valuation, M&As, things like that. And so we did it. And I remember driving to Arizona and it was such a liberating experience. I was like, I'm free. My life, my terms, I do what I want when I want. And I still have to work hard. Right, that ain't ever gonna quit. But I'm doing it with something I'm passionate about. So we went out there, we bought a, a business, a pool business, and uh, we we took it from something that was on pen and paper there because it was a, a self-employed guy, and I I created an actual business where we sold it to somebody that was not the operator, and so we added a lot of value. We sold it within a year, and then I was like, what am I doing next? Right, what am I doing next? And uh, you know, still, still was uh, really interested in real estate. So I wanted the community like I had in Chicago. So we started our office here in, uh, well, I'm in Cusco, Peru right now. But I mean, uh, we started the office in Phoenix, Arizona with about 12 people in a, in a 
grand vision. And we just kept being consistent. Every Saturday we had a training. And then every Wednesday we added masterminds. And we have not missed those meetings in almost six years. And in fact, we've had uh, we've added, we have training six days a week. And we've, we've grown into uh, over 800 people in our office, 32,000 people nationwide. We got people in Canada, Mexico, United States, Hawaii. I'm traveling the world. We're down here in South America. We got people all over the world with us. Uh, so that was the grand vision. And that's where I'm at today. But when I first started this office, I'm telling you, we were slinging tables. We were, you know, whatever we could to get people to come to our events so we could uh, bring them in so they, so we could do real estate together. And so we kept doing that, kept doing that. We finally got an office of our own. We were blessed to have a friend of ours donate his office. But then we took on a lease, right? We said, hey, we're going to go for this. We're going to get a, a building. And then, you know, uh, we opened it with five other people. And so there's five names on the lease. And this is this is where the learning comes in, gang, is uh, don't ever do that <laughs> unless you really understand who you're working with, unless you really get the details down in writing. Because I will tell you, uh, we had differences of opinions, but everyone had a vote. And that was really challenging specifically for me because I was the one there running it every day. And I, I had my name on the lease. I was a personal guarantor of that. And so I had to wait for the lease to run out. And so what I did next is I said, hey, I'm going to go over. I'm going to do this on my own. Everyone's welcome to come, except it's going to be my way because I'm going to be the sole financial uh, uh, one that's financially responsible for it. And so I took that on. That was a big leap for me, but I wanted it my way. And uh, if you've ever seen some of my stuff, I'm really big on, hey, I want it my way. I want to be in control. I'm, I, I love being in control because if it's going to work, fantastic. But if it's not going to work, I'm going to be the one to blame, right? I'm not going to put my future in anyone else's hands. So, you know, let's go for it. So I look at it because I will make it work. I will do whatever I need to do to make it work. So I did that and we just kept growing and growing and growing. And then we moved to another office and growing and growing and growing. You know, we were having over a thousand people a week coming to our meetings, masterminding, doing tons of real estate business. And it was absolutely fantastic. And then COVID came. And that was a jolt to us, right? So COVID came and we had to move everything online in less than a week. Made it happen though, because that's the entrepreneurial spirit that we have is we find a way, okay? Nothing stops us, we find a way. And as we're online, uh, you know, we started growing more and more and more. And then we, I was like, one day I was sitting at my office in, in, in Arizona and I just looked around and I said, hey, honey, we don't have to be here anymore. I was so engrossed into, you know, running live meetings three days a week for like five years that I didn't know anything else. Every job I've ever had was I had to be somewhere. And so I was working with my coach and one of the, the five-year plans we had was to be able to travel. And I accomplished that in six months because I was super intentional about it. And so what we did is we went out to Hawaii and we spent two months out there testing this out, the concept of working remotely. And guess what? It worked. It worked fantastic. Now, I didn't like the time change of Hawaii. So, uh, you know, we came back to Arizona and then we said, hey, let's stay in South America because different countries – but similar time zones, right? So, uh, you know, we went to Colombia for four months. We're down here. This will be our second month in Peru. I'm getting ready to go to Colombia tomorrow for a 10-day motorcycle ride. Then we're going to be popping up to Cabo, then Dominican Republic. Then we're going on a trip over to Dubai, and we're coming back to Jamaica. Uh, then we'll be heading back to the States for uh, Thanksgiving and the holidays. But the reason I've been able to do that is because I found out how to make money remotely 
right? How to make money in the United States, the U.S. dollar, and then spend it abroad. Now, if you ever read books like The 4-Hour Workweek, that's exactly what he's talking about. And inside of that, I kept growing our office, and people uh, kept having these needs, these ancillary needs called, hey, I need VAs, I need marketing systems, I need uh, I need contractors. So I, me and my wife now own a home building construction company. We own a VA staffing and business development company. We have a software uh, digital marketing company because those are all things that people in our office needed. And in my mind, I'm like, hey, if they're going to buy it from somebody, why don't they buy it from us? Right. So we have lots of uh, money coming in from these different avenues. And here's what I've learned is it's all the same process, different pieces, but the same process. And it all revolves around sales and being able to fulfill on those sales. And that is what I've learned. And we just keep growing and growing and growing. Uh, we just hired an operations manager where we're documenting the process inside of our businesses so we can grow even more. And we're having the time of our life while traveling, right? We're making more money than we ever have while traveling. And so I want to share that with you because it's possible. And I'm going to be sharing some of these other trainings specifically on how to get started. And one of the biggest things I really want to share with you is the easiest way to get started in this, you know, digital world is selling somebody else's stuff. I can tell you we have Amazon stores, we have Walmart stores, uh, we have the, the whole world of this. And the easiest money, now, uh, that is, you know, disclaim, disclaim, disclaim. That's because of uh, of my experience level and, and what I've learned. The easiest money I've made is selling somebody else's stuff. I've tried creating my own products. I've tried white labeling stuff. I've tried that whole world of it. And so what I've what I've learned is there's a lot of fulfillment in that. And if it doesn't go right, I'm stuck with a bunch of products. So what I love to do now is find a great product with a great fulfillment that has a front-end marketing to it. Now, uh, we have that for our office. Uh, an example of what we're doing is, uh, you know, we sell a third-party real estate investing education. That's one. They do all the all the creation of it. I don't have to worry about any of that. I just sell it. And then I bring them into our community and we do deals. We, we make tons of, you know, we, I think we made about $450,000 just doing that last year. And we're going to, you know, we're, we're on the track to exceed that this year. We're doing ro uh, real estate remotely. We got Amazon stores up and going where we're selling name brand merchandise, right? We sell it and then I go buy it. So I don't have any inventory risk. There's no uh, uh, inventory risk. I, I sell it and then I then I buy it after I sell it and then I get paid about 14 days later. We're we're uh, doing lead sources. Uh, I'm sorry, lead generation for people, which means I get you leads. You pay me for each lead. Zero financial risk in that. You can just use your time and then as you become more successful, you can plow that money back in and then uh, get VAs and pay for advertisements and things like that. So those are bootstrapping businesses that we've created. Another business we just created was a home building business. I have a partner, uh, we got our GC license and uh, you know we're going out there building homes. Now here's the thing about that is all we needed was the startup cost and to get the license and then they pay us and then we go work, right? So there isn't a whole lot of financial risk in there and we can bootstrap it, which means we don't need a whole lot of money to get these businesses started because our customer base is paying for us. Our clients are paying for us to grow. So you don't need a whole lot of capital, but what you do need is the experience and the education. And that's what I want to share with you as we go. In fact, I have something, if, you, if you're if you interested in it, you can sell some of the stuff that we're doing and we'll fulfill on it. 
and we'll give you a 50, uh, 50% commission up to $10,000. We have a real estate investing education program. We sell for 20 grand. Uh, the commission is 10 grand. I have the systems, the process, and the structure to do it. You can come in and sell that and potentially make 10 grand as you go through that process. And so those are some of the ideas, and it's way easier to learn. Uh, let me rephrase that. Way easier to sell somebody else's stuff. So those are going to be some of the uh, other trainings I'm going to be sharing. And you know, if you have any questions on business development, real estate investing, we do tons of real estate. We the whole world of this business, entrepreneurial, money lending, cat raising capital, you name it. We that's the world that we live and breathe every day, and we want to share that with you. So keep watching and and join our Facebook group, join our Instagram, and let us know how we can support you in any way. Have a beautiful day, and make sure you get to our free trainings every Tuesday and every Saturday. Zach Ullman signing out. We'll see you in Columbia, gang. Bye bye.